Hello and welcome to my podcast. I'm Kim Akrig and we are talking about how to combine the metaphysical and the physical and manifest the business of your dreams. If you want to learn how to combine the woo and the work ethic, strategy and manifestation, stay tuned. This is for you. If you've been struggling to reach your goals, maybe it's not your strategy that's the problem. Maybe you need to start working on whether you feel worthy and deserving of achieving your goals. And this is one of the things that I hear the most from clients is that they say they don't feel worthy of receiving the money they want or the clients they want or just having like even the life or relationship that they want. So self-worth is really a key integral step when it comes to manifesting the life and business of your dreams. And I actually have a completely free resource for you, the self-worth to success formula, which is a free mini course, which is going to take you through the process of how to build your self-worth so that you can create the successful business and live the life of your dreams. And you can access it completely for free using the link in the show notes. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. Hello everyone. Today we're chatting about overcoming your inner critic. So your inner critic is super strong for so many of us. And it's always telling you like someone else is doing this better or like you're not cut out for this or like you're not good enough to do this and like on and on and on and on. And I think to a certain degree, like we somehow think that this is helping us to do a better job because like everything that goes on in your mind it has a reason. And usually that reason is to protect you or to like, make sure that you don't get rejected or make sure you don't like, lose the love of someone because like from a survival standpoint, we really need those things. Like we need to be connected to others. We need to avoid rejection so we don't get like kicked out of the tribe. And like those processes are really innate within us. But the thing is that our mind hasn't realized is it's not really so much a survival issue anymore because we could hypothetically we could survive on our own without our tribe like yes human connection is very important but like when it comes to getting food getting water shelter like all of those things we can probably get those without other people like we would have to have money to buy it from them but we don't rely on them the same way that we used to but your mind doesn't know this yet so that inner critic, it's usually internalized as the voice of a parent. So like the way our parents spoke to us, it really sets up that inner voice that we basically like have going on within our head all the time. And like, of course, like when I say like voices in your head, I'm saying it like acknowledging that some people have schizophrenia and that's a completely different issue. We're talking about like that inner critic that like shows up and like judges you for doing things and like stops you from doing other things because doesn't want you to get embarrassed or for whatever reason. So of course it's like worth making that, um, making note of that difference. But the thing is, is you can't actually shame yourself into being better at something. And we know that this doesn't work like shaming anyone yourself included doesn't actually make you perform better so why do we do it why do we keep doing this because we think that being critical of ourselves is somehow helping us or maybe we haven't even noticed because there's like a moment in between like mindfulness self-awareness and like the present moment where 
a lot of the time we're just operating on autopilot. We're not actually taking a pause to really be present in the moment and be like, okay, like what's going on within my body? What's actually going on within our mind? We're really quick to like jump to these snap, snap decisions, these snap judgments about ourselves, And then we kind of just run with it. Like a thought shows up and we just like take it for a wild ride and go like as far as possible as we can with it. And the reason that this is not a positive thing is because it creates a lot of negative emotion like say an event happens and then we interpret that event through the lens of like our experiences our beliefs or whatever about ourselves our self-esteem which like we're doing all the time anyways it's a very automatic process like we're not usually aware of the lens that we see the world with and that's why RTT is so powerful because it allows us to see like what are those lenses that you've been like viewing things through and this is like a total tangent but it's, it's on topic because like speaking of lenses, so there's this really interesting, like, I guess it's kind of a gif that I saw someone do and they were showing you the same person's face, but taken with like multiple different lenses. And if you don't know much about photography, like stick with me, we're drawing on my past experience, but in photography, if you have like a professional camera, like a DSLR or whatever, it's going to have like removable lenses. And so those, those lenses allow you to see the world differently. There's different different focal points, there's zoom lenses, there's prime lenses. And so with these different focal points come different advantages and disadvantages, depending on what you want to take photos of. But it's kind of known that like when you look at a person's face, the lens that you choose, it really makes a difference because this GIF this like animation, whatever, it was showing like a person's face, but through all these different lenses. And some of the lenses really distorted the person's face and made them look really freaking weird. And other ones were like really flattering and made that person look really good. Was the person changing? No, it was simply the lens that you were viewing it through. And this is why it's like, so important to come back to our beliefs and start to see the way that we see the world like what lens are you viewing it through because we're technically looking at the same thing but we're all going to see it really differently depending like what filters we have and those filters are our beliefs so the thing is is when we start judging our behavior in the moment and we're just allowing ourselves to like automatically do this it really sets us up for a lot of like unhappiness, negative feelings, not feeling good about ourselves because we just have that snap judgment where like say some like a client like doesn't answer you for a certain amount of time and then you're automatically like oh my god I must have like quoted them too much they hate me like I did a terrible job all of these things really quickly and then say maybe they get back to you and they're like oh sorry we just had like a really busy couple of days blah, blah blah but you spend all this time in these negative feelings making yourself feel like really bad because of the way that you were seeing the situation and that self-talk so mindfulness really mindfulness enters the chat here <laughs> sorry um but like mindfulness needs to enter the conversation because that is going to allow you to take a pause and be like okay hold on I'm experiencing this. I'm noticing I'm thinking this. I'm thinking this event means this. And this is going to take practice. And it's not going to feel easy at first because it's going to feel really weird to you to do this. But the more you do it, the better you're going to get at it, like with anything. And mindfulness is a really powerful practice 
in anything that you do. But basically all it means is that you're like contacting the present moment and you're just being in that moment. And so some ways that you can do this is like bringing how you feel and the stories that you're making up back to the present moment. And you can be like, I noticed that I'm thinking this or like I feel these feelings in my body. And it's really good to like ground yourself into your body and see like explore those feelings because we spend a lot of time pushing our feelings away. And if you actually start to ground into your body and like look at it with non-judgment and just be like, I noticed that I'm experiencing like tension in my chest. That's interesting. You don't have to interpret it. You don't have to judge it. You just are noticing it. And this is going to help you build that mindfulness, build that self-awareness, which is going to help you to be less reactive. And it's also going to help you stop that inner critic because instead of that inner critic, just having a thought and being like, I'm shit at this. And then it just runs off then you're able to notice like, okay, I've noticed that I'm feeling shitty about this. Like, why is that? What could I have done different? What might be going on here? Like, it's allowing you to take that pause. And that pause is everything because then you're choosing how you get to feel in the moment. And if you've never done work like this, it's going to sound weird. It sounds really strange. But I promise you, the more you do it, the better at it you're going to get. And so also part of this like mindfulness piece that's going to help you overcome the negative self-talk is self-compassion. Most of us are really hard on ourselves and I'm bringing it back to like what I said before, shame doesn't make you do better. Like if there's one thing you walk away from like watching this video or listening to this podcast with, um, and if you're listening to the podcast, just so you know, you can watch these videos on YouTube. If you're on YouTube, vice versa, you can listen to these on the pod. However you like to consume content, I've got you. Um, but the key to changing this is self-compassion. Like most of us, the things that we say to ourselves, we would never say it to a friend. We would never say it to someone important to us. You wouldn't say it to your dog. Like, and so why are you saying it to yourself? Like if the reason you think you're doing it is because you think it's going to make you do a better job, I'm going to tell you right now, it doesn't. It just makes you feel shit about yourself. And then you just keep perpetuating that cycle. You end up having really low self-esteem. It's not conducive to trying to build a business or like getting anywhere, achieving any goals. So there's some reasons right now why it's worthwhile to learn how to overcome your negative self-talk. And I'll be honest, like being compassionate towards myself is something I struggled with for a very long time. And it's still a practice that I'm working on because I like, like, like so many people, I internalized those voices I heard growing up from like parents or people around me who were like, you're not smart enough. You're not this, you're not this, you're not this. And then that became my internal representation of myself. But I never stopped to take like stock of it and realize like these people are probably like projecting their beliefs onto me or like they want the best for me, but they don't know how to show it because no one showed it to them. Like all of these things. So it's really, um, it's been a process of unlearning it and I'm not going to lie. It takes a lot of, it ta it's been taking a lot of effort to learn how to treat myself with self-compassion, but it was really interesting. I was in my positive psychology class the other day, and this was actually what we were going over. We were going over self-compassion and they gave us some really interesting exercises. And there's me being like, oh, I don't need those. And then something happened like two days later that really triggered me where I was being very self-critical and was kind of shaming myself for something. And I was like, hold on, I'm going to try those exercises and see how I feel afterwards. Because like, 
I always think like I'm always the ground zero for everything I share with you. And like, I don't share things unless I really feel like it's been effective in my life. So I did that. I did the journaling practice and like, it was, it blew my mind. Like it, it just, I, it cleared it up so quickly for me afterwards. I felt so good and I felt so much peace and like felt so much better about the whole situation where I was like, wow, like we always have the ability to change how we feel in the present moment. Like no matter what, like no one can take that away from you. You always have the ability to choose how you're interpreting events. And especially if it's something that like is very triggering for you, like where maybe like, say you see someone else getting something that you really want and like you've been working on it for a really long time and then you start beating yourself up about it because you're like well why did they get it why didn't I get it blah 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 all all the things like we're human this is a very normal human thing to do but the empowering thing is like you can learn to change that process and you can make it like a process of self-discovery so I'm going to share with you the journal prompts you can either like pause the video do them like as I'm telling them to you, you can come back to this later, you can save it for later, but I really want you to remember this, like file it away in your brain somewhere the next time you have a moment where you're being extremely self-critical. And I want you to come back to this and like do the journal prompts. Like I promise you it's so easy and it will totally transform how you feel. And if you're having like a moment where you're struggling with negative self-talk, like this is going to really help you. So um, the first questions are, is like, what's going on in your mind? Like, just write it out. What are you thinking about? What are you feeling about? No judgment, just put it down on the paper. The second is like, label the feeling. And there might be multiple feelings going on, but really getting clear, like, what are the feelings you're actually feeling right now? Um, the third one is like, what do these mean to me? And this is powerful. Like, this is what I always tell everyone with RTT is like, it's not the events that happen to you. It's the meaning that you create out of those events that really dictates how you feel about yourself. The next one is, what else is this linked to? Like, is this linked to something else? Is it linked to your self-esteem? Like, is this linked to something you experienced in the past? Obviously, only you can answer that. Um, and then, like, why is this understandable? Why is it understandable that I'm feeling this way? Because this is like the first step in self-compassion is like not judging yourself for feeling the way you're feeling, like being like, okay, what's going on here? The next one is validate your emotions. So much of the time I see people going around everywhere. They're trying to get other people to validate their feelings. I think to a certain extent, this is normal. We want other people to validate our feelings. But if people don't, it's really easy to start to get like into this headspace of no one understands me, nobody gets me. And that feels really bad. So you can be the person to validate your own emotions. Be like, okay, it's totally understandable you feel like that because of X, Y, and Z. Like, just be nice to yourself. Um, this kind of builds on this. But like, while your emotions are understandable and valid, do they include an unhelpful assumption or bias. And this is really where it comes in with that lens that I was talking about earlier. Like most of the time when you're experiencing a negative emotion like this, it's because of a story you're telling yourself. So if like your friend doesn't message you back for a day and the story you're telling yourself is like, they must hate me. <laughs> How do you know that? You don't know that. That's an unhelpful assumption. And the more you can start to pick these apart and notice when you're doing them, like this is when you take back your power. Like this is a super powerful practice. So the next one is what's an alternative view you could take? 
Like, let's reframe the situation. Like what something else might be going on. Maybe your friend left their phone at home. Maybe your friend is having the worst day of their life and couldn't get back to you. Like what's another viewpoint of something that could be going on here? And then I love this one because this really shows you how much resilience and strength you have. But it's like, how have I coped with challenges in the past? How did you get through this in the past? Like, how did you deal with this before? Look on your past previous experiences and draw on that strength and know that like you can get through it. And then is there anything more helpful I could focus my attention on? This is a great one because like sometimes you just need to shift your focus. And especially if you've been sort of like ruminating on like a negative thought train that's really not serving you and it's like really hard for you to get out of it. Um, what else can you focus on? Can you like get lost in like watching a show on Netflix or can you like start cooking something or I don't know, whatever you do that you like enjoy doing, can you shift your focus onto doing that? And this isn't trying to avoid the feelings. This isn't squashing our feelings down. And there's a difference between like numbing out and then also like consciously focusing on something else, which is like a powerful practice. So choosing something else to focus on, like get your mind out of what you were thinking on before and like shift it onto something more positive. Um, I always like to go on YouTube and watch like Abraham Hicks videos or or like start listening to something really empowering um, because it kind of helps me like shift that focus because I you sort of get into the mindset of the other person who's talking, which is really helpful. So yeah, I hope this was helpful for you. Just to recap quickly, we're talking about why self-compassion is so important. It really helps you to stop judging yourself for the things you're doing. And it's a really powerful practice because you can't shame yourself into being better at things. And you actually do a better job when you feel better about yourself and you're better at achieving your goals when you have higher self-esteem. So in the long run, this is just like a powerful practice to cultivate. And it is a practice. And the important thing is like building that mindfulness. So in the moment you realize that you're doing it because when you have that pause and you realize you're doing it, then you can choose something else. So I hope this has been helpful for you and I will see you next week. I hope you have an amazing day. Thank you so much for tuning into the show today. If you love this episode, I would love to see you screenshot it and share it to Instagram where you can tag me. I'm at kim.acrig. I love knowing what episodes are resonating with you so that I can create more content for you that is going to help you move forward and improve your mindset and manifestation skills. So that's it from me for this week. I will see you next week. Bye for now.